Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action from the South Pole Hotel Casino. Here on the tip of the strip in lovely Las Vegas, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and of course, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could join us tonight for a Wednesday night on Primetime. Uh, if you've never been to the South Point, by the way, if you're out of town, you're listening, you're like, hey, what's the South Point you're talking about? We are uh, due south of Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay is what most people would consider the uh, south end of the strip itself. You just keep driving down there. We're, you eventually run into it. Yeah, five miles south, I believe, is yeah. what it is. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Just stay yeah. on Las Vegas Boulevard, keep going south. There it is. Look at that. Look at that majestic property. If you, uh, if you did not get in, you better run to your app as we speak right now. Three tips happening right this second. Mavs and Bulls. This is going to close Bulls three and a half, 215 on the total. The Thunder and Pelicans, this is going to close four, four and a half for the Pelicans, 208 and a half the total. And then the Hornets and Grizzlies, four and a half or five on the Grizzlies, 228 and a half the total there. Kelly, want to update what's going on already? Yeah, well, so, uh, I'm going to start with the match in here. The Toledo uh, Toledo up on Bowling Green, 14 to 10. 11. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> What, what happened? Big yes. Bet, big bet on the Toledo. The to, yeah, the Toledos. Rockets. Rockets. Come Rockets. on, Come on. Wow. Uh, let's see. 57 and a half is the total posted right now. Don't have a live line for you. Give Matt Brown credit, man. He know, he stays in his lane, and he crushes that lane. He does. Ball State up on Northern Illinois, 10 to 7. Uh, second quarter's getting started there. About 12 minutes remaining. Live numbers just came down. At Ball State, 4 and 61 is the live total. Over in the NBA, Wizards up on the Cavs, 44 to 43. Two and a half minutes remaining in the second quarter. Washington, seven and a half point live favorite, 198 and a half your live total. The Nets up on the Magic by 12, 60 to 48, 151 remaining in the second. Nets, 19 and a half point live favorite, 218 and a half. Your live total. Bucks up on the Knicks here in the first quarter, 28 to 20, a minute 30 left in the first. The Knicks are a. No, oh, that can't be right. Pistons <laughs> up on the Rockets. Well, so the Knicks is a massive live favorite. I'm like, I don't think that's right. Uh, <laughs> that's, Pist- just a, that's just a well. Well, all right. <laughs> Pistons. Uh, up on the Rockets, 13 to 12. Five minutes remaining in the first quarter there. The Pistons are a no uh, Rockets, two and a half point live favorite. 207 and a half is the live total. And the Celtics lead the Raptors 26 to 21. The Celtics, five and a half point live favorite, 208 and a half is your live total. See what else we got going on. One game on the ice, Maple Leafs and the Flyers. That is scoreless. We have eight minutes remaining in the first period. Maple Leafs minus 130. Flyers even money live. Five and a half is your live total. Shaded to the under. 
So we have a tweet here about the ball. Just to, the, We're talking about the basketball being different, and uh, this is from Bears underscore Nation. He said, I think it was Joel Embiid who said the new ball feels slick, not as much grip. But I, I got a text from uh, Michael Montesano who won the booby prize circa millions last year, uh, who's, who's very sharp on lots of sports, and he, he, I think his comment is the best. Tell all those guys that are complaining about the basketball that Steph dropped 50 the other night. <laughs> like, I mean, that's really it really is the conversation killer, isn't it? It's like... Maybe you just need to practice more. Steph- it is weird. I've never understood this. I mean, again, this is, this is, it is deja vu. It was like three years ago. It wasn't even that long ago. They did the same thing. It was a new ball, yeah. and that was all the complaints. It was too slippery, and they went back to the old, oh, the old ball. It was the exact same complaint. Steph so, doesn't seem to mind. It's one of those, like, what's wrong? what was wrong with the old ball four years ago that they needed to change it, yeah, and well, what's wrong with it again? Well, that is a good question. That they need what's, to change it again. Yeah. What's the, I, I don't really get that. But, yes, you're right. Clearly, there's some guys that, I, I mean, Steph's out having a problem with it. Honestly, the, I think the foul, the erratic foul calling, and this was something I was I was worried about this heading into the year. I was relating this kind of to the, to the passing, when they were doing the, the challengeable pass interference in the NFL, where, like, the refs just don't even know. I don't think they're getting clear guidance, really, on what is a foul and what isn't. Like, they did the whole, here's eight separate videos of what is – in a legal offensive shooting motion. And sometimes there's things that, I'm sorry, are still a defensive foul. They're just starting to getting called. They're not getting called anymore. So I think a lot of these guys, like James Harden, Damian Lillard, some of these guys are used to picking up a lot of fouls and getting to the line. They're struggling to try to figure out how, how, I mean, James Harden made that into an art form. I mean, he's not the biggest guy. He's not the fastest guy. He made it into an art form how to get to the free throw line. He's struggling with that right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind that with Harden. I, I used to think it killed the game a lot. But you're right. He, he certainly perfected drawing fouls in his own unique way. That's for sure. Uh, we did AFC earlier. Yes, no, to make the playoffs. Let's do it for the NFC. Uh, and this is, this is interesting because, as we've talked about for weeks now, you kind of know five teams that are in. And it really hasn't changed, right? It's the Cowboys. It's the Bucks, It's the Packers. It's the Rams. And it's the Cardinals. We're really competing for two spots in the NFC. Something absolutely cataclysmic injury-wise would have to happen to one of those five teams just mentioned. Though the Saints are knocking at the door in the South, their odds to make the playoffs, though, all of these teams are in plus money. All of them. Saints plus 175 to make it. Falcons plus 250. Panthers 8-1. to Vikings 3-1. to Seahawks plus 175. Niners plus 275. By the way, we've seen some of these odds on the Seahawks beyond this market, like to win the NFC or to win the NFL. Massive number on the Seahawks. Oh, really? Do you not think Russell Wilson slips into the playoffs? You don't think that that's a good bet? Uh, yeah, because I was actually surprised how short their yes price was here. Like I was like, man, you don't think that should be a little longer, like a little bit like the rest of them on this page? I mean, it's don't wrong. I love Russell Wilson just as much, probably more than most people out there. But okay, you're. You know, those losses are banked, and you're kind of in the toughest division in football. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be tough, for them, tough for them to get in there. Somebody's listening to us right now in a Russell Wilson jersey, in a Seahawks hat, yeah. and all this going, you don't love Russell Wilson as much as me, Kelly, you liar. <laughs> you liar. Kelly's like, I love Russell Wilson as much as anyone does. Yeah. Like, one, that's the first time you've ever said that. And two, and two this person's listening going, this guy's out of his mind. What's have he you, talking about? Have you met me before? I, I spent $13,000 on Russell Wilson memorabilia. <laughs> and, like, Kelly's sitting here trying to claim he's a Russell Wilson fan. 
The guy who always gets crap because I compare him and, and Patrick Mahomes, and so everybody's like loses their mind. Like Patrick Mahomes is way out of his league. I'm like, nah, I don't really think so. You know, it's deeply offensive on this graphic that you you excluded Washington, the Giants, and the Eagles. Yeah. Kelly Bidlin editorializing. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Passive editorializing. Oh, every one of these graphics comes with a little Kelly bias in there. There's no right. doubt about a little that. Poetic license from <laughs> Kelly. So our first really big. Um, Difference as far as um, oh the uh, yeah so the Vikings at plus three hundred to make the playoffs they have the Vikings at thirty four percent to make the playoffs and so plus three hundred only implies twenty five percent to make the playoffs oh so I get value on it now huh? so nearly a ten percent edge if you're going by their you know their simulations and their projections and stuff like that so um, that's kind of the first real big one that jumps jumps off there I mean again nearly nearly ten percent. And you don't really have to think too hard about that to, to realize that that's probably true. They could be so much better record-wise now. So it's not that big of a leap. And then the other would be the Falcons at plus 250. They have the Falcons with a 6% chance. Yeah, of, like that's the one. It. If I had the bankroll minus 360, I'd be laying yeah. all day. Like that, there's no way this team's making the playoffs. So they have them, yeah, at that. So that's just, you know, you can just kind of tell. Again, this is not this is not gospel. We're just trying to kind of give you an idea of Correct. one projection system compared to the odds that are up here and then what the actual probabilities, you know, what that what that factors out to whenever we we do the math on these things. And so, you know, I mean, if if you what it can do is if you had a lean one way or another anyway, then this could be something that maybe pushes you over the edge. You're kind of like, man, I kind of like the Vikings as it is anyway. And then we're saying, well, here's a, here's some smart people who do a bunch of you know advanced analytics and some projections, and they actually have it at closer to 34%, and then plus 300 applies 25%. Then you know that would be at least enough to maybe nudge you if you did want to make that Vikings bet. You think Matt Ruley looked at this market and was like, oh, I need a quarterback. This is bad. We're minus 2,000 to miss. It is. Yeah, that, that is... It's pretty like I don't want to say insulting, but man, like it is. They are they are bullish on them not yeah. going anywhere. And then the the other big, the other like gigantic one here, the plus one seventy five on the Saints. Yes, right. Um, that implies a little over thirty six percent that they would make it, and they have the Saints at seventy one percent to wow. make the playoffs. Ooh. I mean, that one doesn't surprise me because it's it's like. I don't even think so they had, nearly double. Like they have them yeah. at, they have them at double the odds to make the 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 playoffs as to what the the actual odds of their dictate. Like I don't even think I don't think they're that great. I mean their defense is awesome. I have serious I mean that that offense long term I have serious questions about. But it's kind of hard to argue they're going to fall I I don't know if I I can see them fall my, uh, past that seventh spot. Well I mean we we kind of said this, right? It's with the NFC it, it's going to, like, they're in the driver's seat. So it's, it's like, we, Gil, you were talking about this at the beginning of the year, and you said this all the time, like, wins are banked, right? And so it is what it is. Like, they've got five already there. Right. So, like, we could sit here and say all day long, like, oh, well, we think the Seahawks are this, or we think the Vikings are this, and all But, like, they're three and five. So they have they are digging out of a hole, whereas the Saints are already sitting at five and three, right? So it's just, it's it's one of those deals where I'm sure that's what's factoring into to this right here. And so, again, so that plus 175, if you kind of like the Saints anyway to make the playoffs, if you believe what the people of Football Outsiders think, 
then you are getting great massive value. Yeah. yeah, you are getting massive value on the plus one seventy five. I just I can't imagine. I don't know about you guys. I can't imagine betting the yes on any other teams besides the Saints, Vikings, or Seahawks here. Yeah, those rest of those teams I have no interest in. No, the quarterback situation at the with the Panthers is that's just garbage. Most disappointing team up there from conventional wisdom preseason would be the Niners. Oh, Matt, for sure. You were on them. You, yeah, you, you were all them. over not liking them. And I'd like to answer a question that uh, we posed here out loud yesterday that we didn't answer. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ron Rivera says no timetable for his return. <laughs> I know you had to wait 24 hours for that, but there you go. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk about tomorrow night's game. Ravens-Dolphins next. Prime primetime action. With Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Back on primetime action, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Um, we're going to talk about this game tomorrow night. Before we do that, though, because we were just talking about a, a bet that Kelly is considering making on the Vikings to make the playoffs, but waiting till after. Uh, I've been talking this, about for two weeks. This next like, game, yes. Kelly's been doing over it for weeks. So there's Vikings news in a, on a couple fronts. One is that Dalvin Cook has uh, some awful allegations against him. His agent tried to get in front of it. Um, backfired. That kind of back, not kind of, that backfired. There's also some pictures that leaked, which if, if it's verified, does not look good for Dalvin Cook. There's that that's brewing, Dalvin Cook maintaining his innocence. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. But then there's, there was a COVID situation on their offensive line. And I'm going to uh, forgive me for not uh, remembering the offensive lineman's name, but he had to go to the hospital. Yes. Like yes, he was having yeah. trouble breathing. Like this was a bad COVID situation. And now you have, of course, with all of this, everybody else has to get tested too that's been in contact with him. So I don't know. Like that to me is this very quiet story that could get very big as the week goes on. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I have to, because anytime we've seen these COVID deals a lot of times it does affect multiple players we've right. seen we've seen it affect multiple players throughout the course of the week so that's one of the things we'll certainly certainly monitor with this with this viking squad this week guys i i did i did a little bit more research here on on the ball oh on the basketball on the basketball on the baloncesto so they used spalding for the last 37 years and this year is Wilson. So it's not just like, oh, the ball, it's a whole different ball maker. Uh, so it's not go. even like, oh, maybe they switched up the ball a little bit or something. It is a whole different company. Yeah. So they, and so Paul George, like, not to make excuses about the ball, he says, but it doesn't have the same touch and softness that the Spalding ball had. And so there, it is a different whole company. It's Wilson this year. Yeah. As opposed to Spalding. I mean, I, I totally okay. get like when you played basketball. How do you switch a ball after eight? What was it? Eighty years? Thirty-seven. Might as well be eighty years. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you like? You stick with the same ball for thirty-seven years, and you just change it? Like that is a little well, weird. Well, Kelly, it's I don't know if you know how this works. It's called money, and uh, yeah, and and so Wilson uh, paid to be the yeah yeah Wilson paid. Yeah, I get to it, be but like the, I yeah. mean, really, the contract's that big of a difference in, when we're talking the basketball official basketball of the NBA. You're able to write official basketball, the NBA, on the ball, and it's on the shelves in all of the sporting goods stores? Yes. The answer is yes. It means a lot. It does. 
It does. All right. It does. All the autograph memorabilia now is going to be on our Wilson ball. It's not going to be on a Spalding ball. It's going to be on all different things like that. But anyway, just it wasn't like I, I just wanted to at least because I didn't know that, that they switched total manufacturers. So that's at least something. You know, they're made in a different factory, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Might be different cows that Wilson gets than the cows that Spalding gets. Yeah, and I was what I was starting to say is if if you've played basketball at any level, you know the difference in balls. Sometimes you get this like super bouncy yeah. ball. Sometimes others are feel smaller and more grippable, right? And that's with the same manufacturer. Mm-hmm. So if they've completely gone off, you know, into another manufacturer, not if they have, okay. But again, I, I I'll repeat it. It's not bothering Steph Curry, and Steph Curry's out there shooting a million jumpers every day to get used to it. Maybe you just need to practice more. I hate to be so simple about I, I it. I mean, that's that it's what it is, Kinda, right? right? I mean, if it's not affecting everybody, then yeah, yeah I, I think you're right, Gil. I think you maybe just need to kind of practice a little bit more. Suck it up. Ooh. Suck it up, we say. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about it. I mean, you gotta, gotta adapt to what you gotta play with, right? Like, there's not. But I don't know. That's the problem. Listen, when we do your free throw shooting, we'll let you shoot the Spalding or the Wilson. What are we doing? Yeah, good, good. Then I get to complain about one or the other. Whichever I'm missing the more with, I'm like, no, this basketball is not the official basketball of the the NBA. You can pick the brand. Pick the brand. Doesn't matter. I'll go by the ball. You (laughs) just pick the brand. We need to do this. We need to. It doesn't have to be. We've developed a full park day. At this point, Gil, because he's got to kick like a forty-yard field. goal. I got to kick a forty-yard field goal. There was something that came up a couple weeks ago. I don't even remember now. Yeah, but we. I got to kick a forty-yard field goal. You got to make a hundred. What was it? You have to go sixty percent on free throws. No, you keep the the, the, the fish keeps getting <laughs> bigger every time he tells was the story. It sixty-seven. It was forty percent. No, it was never forty. Forty percent. It was never. It was never. It was never, it was never below Shacky in levels. No. no, it was never that. That was not never the case. So now you just made it to where you didn't even catch the fish at all. I thought it was Jack's lowest shooting shooting percentage ever from the free throw. <laughs> no, it was not. No. What what precipitated the free throw thing? Because you were bragging about how great you were at it. No, not at all. I, I don't. I don't know. No, I because mean, we I never just, would do we, that. we you know we got late night. Uh, uh, you know, I got late nights in here. So well, Kelly, how many free throws do you think you can make? And he threw out some absurd number. And it was you, I was just said, like I was like I'll take it. it I was like let's 50%. book it, my friend. Book it was it. not above fifty percent ever. It certainly was. All right, let's make a number fifty five. It was, I'm, not, I'm, I'm sitting here right now yeah. telling you that we go out there on the court, money on the line. I'm not m- making over 50%. 49. No, I like your game. I like your style, though. I do this game with everybody. But that consecutive, we're not giving you like a break to like catch your breath or whatever or anything like <laughs> that. Your or, breath. I remember the one when he made fun of me for was I was like, you going to rebound for me? He's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, we'll have someone to rebound for you. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> we're, not doing, we're not doing that. Oh, man. All right. I would like to see it kicking the 43%. I'll take, I'll take over 43%. No, 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 no. It's got to be 50%. Come on. Are you trying Is to say? I, mean, I think you guys on, are complaining. 50%? That like an eight-year-old can make 50%. Come on, man. Take 50%. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Mm. You can hey, this. you hit your 40-yarder, and then I'll, I'll, I'll make over 50%, okay? <laughs> That's not off a tee. Someone has to hold it. No, no. It was, we said it was, we said a, off, it was tee, off a tee. Yeah. We did say off a tee. Oh. <laughs> See how I'm willing to agree with what his side of the story was, but not the other way around. It's all in the details, Kelly. You can't stack it in his favor. We'll we'll work on that. Maybe we'll put it on social. In the meantime, tomorrow night, Ravens and Dolphins. Yes. We agree that this is a phenomenal, even though it's not Wong technically. Mm -hmm. Though I will say that road favorites between 7.5 and and 8.5 for the the last decade have been plus EV. But the Ravens are minus 8 now. They're 8-point favorites on the road against 
We don't know. As we said on the top of the show, we don't know if it's Tua. We don't know if it's Jacoby Brissett yet. Uh, seven and a half still everywhere else in the country. So it's eight here at the South Point, but you can get seven and a half still everywhere else. I got told today, whenever I said that I was gonna uh, that I had a teaser leg roll in this, that that was the squarest play of the squarest play of the year, guys. I'm the squarest play of the year, and I'm on it proudly. I love when people say that. I, hey, I'm the like call me square. Me, yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah. I don't, I'll make a square and put it on my forehead, like yeah, I don't know, Squid like, Game style. I. I <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, it's not. It's not a. I don't know if if, if that's incorrect saying it's it's the sport of the squares plays a year. And guess what? I don't care. Yeah, I'll gladly bet it. I'm right there with you, dude. We're likely to get Jacoby Brissett, and if we do get Tua, it's a Tua that they don't want to put out there because they are like deathly afraid of whatever he did to his finger when he hit it on this helmet. Like, I will gladly take that. What, I'll gladly take that. Honestly, what's the difference between? Full Tua versus full Jacoby Brissett. Probably the six and a half to the seven and a half that this thing moved, you know, like across the seven. I mean, it opened at six and a half, and then it was like, oh, it doesn't look like Tua's going to play again this week, and then it went to seven and a half, and, you know, it stayed there. So probably a point, but across the seven point, which is like, not you know, in, not super significant. significant. Yeah, yeah. Which, is, which is significant. Um, because Jacoby Brissett has been so bad. He has just been absolutely atrocious. In a way that none of us anticipated. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I don't know anymore because we had that same conversation, you know, at the beginning of the season. And we, or, and we were like, uh, yeah, I don't think there's much of a difference between the two. Now, yeah, maybe a point or so. Well, the thing is with Tua, at least he's not just turning the ball over all over the place. Like, the problem with Jacoby, he's so, so loose with the ball. And it's just like, dude, they won that game this past week with five turnovers. Five. Five turnovers. Yeah, how's that even possible? You know, yeah, yeah, it's possible because is... it was the Texans. That's <laughs> how it's possible. It should not be possible in the NFL <laughs> yes. today to win a game yes, of five turnovers. Because it's the Texans. That's why it's possible. I mean, look, the, the Ravens in every by, by every single standard, every single metric here, it should be, you know, should win this thing. Here's the other deal about this. One of the problems with Jacoby Brissett is is we were talking about this. Like, man, he's just sitting in the pocket for so long. He like holds the bike. It's like this guy thinks he's got like 12 seconds to throw the ball every single time and the Ravens just blitz constantly that's all they do I mean they 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 as we sit right now like they have the fourth highest blitz rate in the NFL and that is with taking a whole game off remember like when they played the Chiefs like they still have the fourth highest blitz rate and they took a whole game off of blitzing whenever they played the Chiefs and that's how much they blitz just to let you know how incredibly often they're going to be in Jacoby Brissett's face and so um the pass block win rate for the Dolphins if you're wondering it's dead last in the NFL. So you're getting a team that's going to be blitzing all over the place. They don't pass block very well. And we're asking we're asking the Ravens to win this game. We need a point and a, whatever, point and a half or yep. two points, depending if you get it eight or not. Uh, look, I'll take that all day long. Squares play of the year. If you want to tell me it's the squares play of the year, then okay, squares play of the year. Call me square. Yeah, I'll, I'll wear it. Two I'll questions the on the way out. Who did you tease them with so far? I teased them with the Steelers. And then I teased them with one other off the top of my head. I did I Cowboys and Bills. Cowboys was the other. Yeah. Raiders for me. Uh, and would you lay the points, though? I laid six and, and a half. Six and a half, I would have for sure. You if laid six and a half? Se- if there's a, I laid six and a half. There's a seven that pops. I mean, I would if I, if I hadn't have six and a half already. I'd pick them in Survivor if I were still in Survivor. We'll come back. Our latest power rankings. This should be interesting. It's Beeson's Primetime Action.
You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available on VSIN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to VSIN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and buy the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. More, always my favorite category. Mm-hmm. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vston.com slash NFL. Free 99. <laughs> Free 99 for that one. That's vston.com slash NFL. And it goes a little something like this. All right. How much work went into the uh, green arrow and the red arrow? Yeah, it was pretty, pretty intensive. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I like it. Green arrow goes up, red arrow goes down. <laughs> Matt, you start, sir. All right, let's. Uh, we'll start at number ten. The Browns re-enter. Welcome back, Brownies. Browns re-enter. Browns are getting healthier. Browns are starting to look a little bit more like the team that we thought. Just in time for Chubb to get COVID and and for us yeah. to probably drop him out again. To Ernest Johnson yeah. from our Atlanta <laughs> studios. Seriously, it's just like, come on, man. Like Browns, just can we get two straight weeks of just every people being on the, like knowing who's going to be on the field? By the way, real quick, does anybody feel like does everybody feel like doing this exercise this week? You were basically just flip flipping what you had two weeks ago. It was like everything we did last week. We just rearranged basically to what we had two weeks ago. Because so many of these teams lost outright this past weekend. Yeah. So uh, the Chargers stay at number nine. They won, but uh, there are some real question marks about about that defense. And Ooh. and it is. I mean, if you're allowing the Eagles to do that to you on the ground with back with literally Jordan Howard, they went and signed off the street like a week and a half before that in in Boston Scott. Like, wait till you wait till you see some of these other teams. So yeah, I, I can't. It's hard for me to get them up higher than. The ninth. Uh, Titans re-enter up at number eight right now. I want to see one more, and I hope, and hopefully, because I have a bet in my account on the Titans this week, I want to see one more performance without Derrick Henry and uh, make sure that this, this offense can function without him in there. Again, there wasn't a lot that they had to do this past week. So that was one of the things that kind of kept me from moving them up higher than I did because, as we mentioned, fewer than 200 yard, total yards of offense for them this past week. They didn't really have to do anything. So... Uh, but that being said, a win's a win, so you get moved up into eight, especially if that defensive line has figured out how to get to the quarterback. That's going to be a real, real key there because that was one of the things that was missing from them earlier in the year was was any sort of pressure on the quarterback. And now getting up there to eighth, I, I mean, getting getting that would move them, you know, probably into the top five-ish if that continues on as we see. Ravens, seven. Listen, this 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 team, I still think that they're good. I still think whatever, but, like, you know, you you fall behind – to credit them, last year they don't win those game, these games that they keep, that they were falling behind in, and they they were have been able to kind of redo this offense to where Lamar Jackson is is free to throw the ball a lot more, and um, you know he's getting it done. He's getting done with his legs, he's getting done with his arm, and they they've been able to fight back. But again, I, I don't like these. I don't like them getting behind, and having to fight back in all these games. I mean, look, winning is one thing, and, and you get credit for that, but you're not always going to be on the right side no. of these things, and so that's why I have them. Where I have them, Cowboys got to fall, man. It was a complete no show, and you, you, you show you. Sh- it's the difference between no show against a good team and a no show against a middling Broncos team, and that was just a complete no show against a middling Bronco- Broncos team. So they fall down to sixth for me. Packers re-enter because they're going to get Aaron Rodgers back, so um, back up to number five for them. As you remember, I pulled them out because of the whole Jordan Love thing. Um, 
they only lost by six points this past week with Jordan Love playing like he had never played football before. So this Packers team, especially that Packers defense, man, if that is if that is something that they've got, if they are, and by the way, Bakhtiari is uh, is, gonna, is is coming back for them mm-hmm. as well. So this is just all kinds of really good news for for this Packers team. Bills got to drop them, man. You lose, you you, you got to drop. So they come down to number four. Rams again lose, you got to drop. So Rams come down to three. The Bucks and Cardinals are the beneficiaries of the Rams and Bills the way that they played this past week. The Bucks biggest beneficiary by not playing at all. So they jump back up into the number one spot here as the uh, you know as 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 the week moves on here. Cardinals up to number two with the Colt McCoy win this past week. And actually a not only a Colt McCoy win, a beatdown of the 49ers. That Matt, cost me a lot of money. We got the same ten teams reshuffled. All righty. Same 10 teams. Number 10, welcome back Cleveland Browns. Uh, you can't put the Chiefs there. You can't put the Saints there after last week. can't put the Raiders there after last week. Browns, welcome back. You're number 10, getting healthy, as Matt said. Ravens remain at number 9. I didn't know what to do with that comeback win over the Vikings, as you said. A lot of good, but a lot of bad that preceded that. So the Ravens stay at number 9. Uh, and the Chargers stay at number 8. Chargers eke by the Philadelphia Eagles. Doesn't penalize them. Doesn't prop them up. Hey, Cowboys, get out of the top five. That was terrible. Down 30 to nothing to the Broncos at one point. Uh, They have the Mike McCarthy tax. My power rankings on the Cowboys will always have the Mike McCarthy tax. They're back at number seven, and I'm looking for reasons to drop them further. (laughs) Just just letting you know. Uh, Packers remain at six. I I don't penalize them for a Jordan Love game. I uh, didn't move them last week. I don't move them again. They are the most two-player team in all of this with uh, Rodgers and Devontae. But they should be no lower than six, in my humble opinion. And here's the top five. Bills, they fall hugely. The no-account, don't-show-up, survivor-killing Bills. You wanted them at nine. Gil's like, I, in my first iteration of this, I had them at nine. I had them at 29. <laughs> and then I decided that was rash. Uh, they're at five. Rams drop because of that performance against the Titans, the Derrick Henry-less Titans. They go to four. And, yes, I am in the tank for the Tennessee Titans, ladies and gentlemen. I think they're winning it all. I got them at number three. Buccaneers idle, and they move up for being idle. Two, number two. And then I'm sorry, I can't keep the Cardinals out of the number one spot anymore. They do have the best record in, ba- in, in baseball. They have the best record in the NFL. Uh, they beat the, the Niners without Kyler Murray, without DeAndre Hopkins, without A.J. Green. They're number one until proven otherwise. And shout out to Kelly Bidlin, who was Cardinals before the Cardinals were cool. That's right. That's right. But t- you might not want to give me a shout out just yet until you see my rankings. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, we start from the bottom of mine. Chargers, you're in there right at 10 again. I almost bumped the Browns into that position, but I think the Chargers deserve right there. Okay, Titans, you're back in the top 10. I didn't have you in the top 10 last week. Um, Obviously, I have the Chiefs one spot above them, which I think some people are going to take some exception to. I just can't. Matt, I was a little surprised you didn't have them in there. Every time I do this every week, I can't get the Chiefs out of my top They were 11, but I mean, like, you know, I think the Browns at this point, this this iteration of the Browns, like present-day Browns, again, I mean, that was – Nick Chubb threw me for a loop, but I I still – I didn't penalize him for him getting COVID. And he might not actually miss this game. There is at least a small possibility 
Right. You know. Right here at our Atlanta studio. <laughs> <laughs> so Chiefs eight. Uh, and then Ravens, Ravens, Packers, I left uh, exactly how I had them last week, seven and then six. I, I'm not going to punish the Packers for losing, you know, losing to the Chiefs, obviously, with Jordan, uh, with Jordan Love out there. Ravens won in overtime. Um, I, I think those two teams are – Honestly, we've been talking about the top five. The top seven to me are pretty locked in at this point. I don't even know if it's just top five anymore. And then I, I did uh, Bills. I dropped Cowboys. I, I obviously you guys punished way more than I do. I, I, I did. I just think long, longer term. I, I still like this Cowboys team. I think that there's. I'm pretty confident those four NFC teams are better than better than. Uh, any AFC team until we hit the Bills after after them. So I, I've got Cowboys four, Rams go to three, drop from one to three, and then Car- Cardinals. I dropped from one to four last week. They're back up to one, and then Bucks at number two. I just want to ask you a follow up question, Kelly, if I might. Yeah. The Cowboys were trailing to the Broncos at home, thirty to nothing. What would the Broncos have had to have done to have to make you drop the Cowboys? So it, it was not. <laughs> it's not. 60 to nothing. Don't get me wrong. I was prepared to drop them, but then then it's like, okay, I know I needed to drop the Bills too, right? You kind of need to drop. Oh, there was a lot of dropping. I agree. Right, yeah. But like, so then I'm sitting there comparing them to, like, listen, if you want to argue with me, the Packers, Ravens, Titans, even what should be above them, I can't. I can't sit here and push back on that, uh, but I think the Cowboys were a better team at the end of the day still. The point of power rankings is to help us with our handicapping, right? To have Mm -hmm. some kind of template to help us with our handicapping on a week-to-week basis have power rankings ever meant so little from a week-to-week basis it is just so hard to get any consistency out of any of these football I mean that's where and that's what I was asking I was asking you guys that heading into this because mine were I mean Gil my power rankings are more close to what they were two weeks ago than what they were last week it's just, you know, this stuff is this stuff changes so much week to week. To your point, this is it's an interesting exercise, though. It is an interesting exercise. I, I just will we get to a point this year where we have where any one of us will have three consecutive weeks, forget three, two, where we see more blue straight lines than we do green and red arrows. I yeah, I, I think I had two weeks where I had that Gil. Near the beginning of these, I remember one where the top five was all blue. Yeah, but I'm saying I hear the more, whole deal. more blue than red yeah. or green. I think this week could be close. Hmm. This week could be close. Talk a little bit more about this after the break. Who's I want to the... read off some P- the P- the PFF power rankings as well. Because oh, you guys are gonna. Yeah, you want to talk about bone to pick? We'll have to get Mister oh. Doctor Mister Doctor Eric Eager on the. Oh, he's a doctor first. Yes, he's a doctor, Mister. All right, we'll do that, and we'll talk about who's 32, 31, and 30 as well. It's VEASAN's Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. It is primetime action live Wednesday night from the South Point Hotel Casino. Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Still to come, Tank Williams on the NFL. Get to talk to Tank next hour. And Peter Fiutak. That's Fiutak on college football. We'll get his thoughts on uh, all things uh, going on, rankings and beyond, picks for this week. Uh, first, an update for all the scores, though, Kelly. What do you got? Yeah, start with the Maction. Uh, Toledo and Bowling Green at the half. To- Toledo up 35-10. to 10. 
Uh, they are 17.5-point live favorites and 59.5 is your live total. Uh, Kent State up 14-0 over Central Michigan. First quarter winding down there. Uh, Kent State 3.5 live and 73.5 live total. Ball State Northern Illinois at the half that is tied at 17. Ball State a 4.5-point live favorite and 62.5 is your live total. Over in the NBA, the Cavaliers with a lead over the Wizards now, 68-64. to Live no, make that 70-64. Live numbers there, Cavs minus 2.5 and 191.5 the total. Nets up on the Magic, 85-74. to Nets are a 13.5-point live favorite. 217.5 is your live total. The Bucks lead the Knicks at the half, 51-42. to The Bucks are a 4.5-point live favorite, 201.5, your live total in that game. Rockets up on the Pistons, 52-44, to 20 seconds before halftime. No live numbers currently listed for that game. The Celtics lead the Raptors at half, 62-46. to uh, Live numbers there. Celtics 12 and a half and 209 and a half. Missed my spot on the Hornets to get in live. They are now lead the Grizzlies 45 to 36. Live numbers over there. Uh, not currently posted. The um, let's see, Mavericks up on the Bulls 39 to 37. 10 minutes remaining in the first half. And we've got the Pelicans up on the Thunder, 37-31, eight minutes remaining in the second quarter. And the Spurs out to an early lead on the Kings, 15-7, seven and a half minutes left remaining in the first quarter. Over on the ice, two scoreless games. Maple Leafs at the Flyers, 13 minutes remaining in the second period, and the Predators at the Stars, that game just getting going. If you wanted to get in live on the Maple Leafs and Flyers game, Maple Leafs minus 130, Flyers even money, four and a half is the live total. Denny Avdia, 15 minutes, zero points, on zero over zero shooting, two rebounds, no assists, minus two plus minus. Mm. How many years do you think we'll have to do this show before he becomes a thing? Before I am, I am vindicated. Uh, Are you going? Or, or I should ask, how many do we have to do before you say okay? Oh no no, I'm, I'm a new I'll player. Never I'm say for, that. I'm rooting for a new player. <laughs> yeah, he's going to, I mean, I think he's got about a, a year left of a chance, and then it's going to be, hey, see a, see a plan in China or Israel in a couple of years. Mm. Mm. So Nikola Jokic got one game for the shove on Marquise? Yes, he got a one-game ban, and Marquise got a uh, fine. That seems like a, you, you a know who, worthwhile I said one game. shove. Yeah, you did. I said one game. One game. Yeah, you also told me that Morris should be suspended longer than him. Yeah, man. Controversial he, he take initiated. from that. He <laughs> initiated. It's always the guy who retaliates that gets in trouble. I don't, you, I don't you know enjoy who else, uh, You know who else got fined uh, for that? Jimmy Th- Butler. Yeah, $30,000, which is more than double what Aaron <laughs> Rodgers got fined. For yelling. Oh, did you hear? Who was it? Was it uh, OCD Lamb was talking about that in a sort of tangential yeah, he got, way? Because he got 20 k for his shirt being untucked. Yeah, he's like, I don't really. Oh, really? Yeah, but okay. Well, actually, that's kind of an interesting comparison because wasn't that like over the course of the entire season? It was like 20K because he hadn't tugged his shirt in for like seven games. Right. If he does it again, it's 46,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but like that is the same thing as what Rodgers did, where it's like you didn't wear a mask for seven yeah. games. Yeah. So, we were, we were, that's, that's the only thing we were <sighs> trying to say last night. Everyone was like, jeez.
I got so many people who got so mad at me last night. Oh, I know. I knew they would. As soon as you did it, I was like, literally, like, all we were talking about was just we were just asking for consistency and also why did we ignore the eight weeks of the press conference stuff and only talk about the Halloween party? That's the only thing I was asking and trying to figure out with with all this. (laughs) The more you the more you step into it again, the more people are like, God, Matt Brown. Oh, people were mad. They were big mad last night. Back to the uh, whatever. Back to the power rankings for a second. Follow me on Twitter for fun. And if you don't want to follow me, it's okay. There's a button that says unfollow. Matt Brown M2. Um, so I don't know who votes on the VEASAN power rankings. Do you guys know this? Oh, is there a VEASAN power rankings? There, I, no, I, I guess that. that's Steve, maybe Steve Mackinnon's uh, rankings from so, Spread Weekly. All right. So that that's one goes counting, counting up from 10 to 1. Are you reading it on the website or in Point Spread Weekly? On the website. Okay. It is. Uh, Are they different? Yeah, I mean, you think it'd be the same, Kelly. Is there a different one on the newsletter? Their Point Weekly, I would say it's uh, it's Steve Mackinnon. I don't know exactly what's going on the website. Okay, we'll figure. We'll we'll endeavor to have that for hit you us, next week. Hit us up, Steve. We'll Mackinnon. get to the bottom of that. So we apologize. Um, Chiefs, Browns, Ravens, Titans, Cowboys, Packers, Bills, Rams, Cardinals, Bucks is the one on the Visa website. Okay, let's and read these next ones slower. So. Um, this is no – so what they're missing from what we have – they do not have Chargers in is is what we're – That, what that, the, that the, wasn't the order, the, though. Yeah, no, that's no, that 10, 10 to 1. one. That's oh, 10 to 1. That's 10 to 1. Do it do again, 10 to 1 now. Chiefs, yeah. Browns, mm-hmm. Ravens, Titans. Okay, maybe a little faster. Cowboys, <laughs> Packers, <laughs> Bills, like Rams, Cardinals, Bucks. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Let's see if we can do the proper speed. Mystery Vison person, I, 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 I think those are pretty fair. But this is where we're going to go. This is where we're going to go haywire. Oh, really? We'll need Mr. Dr. Eric Eager on. on <laughs> you need a doctor staff. Yeah, yeah, on the show. So 10 to 1. 10, the Cleveland Browns. We like we're that. We're fair. We like that. 9, Baltimore Ravens, fair. Oh, okay. 8, the Los Angeles Rams. Ooh. Ooh. 8. Ooh. Wow. With number seven being the New Orleans Saints, who are ahead of them. Oh. Yikes. Six, the Buffalo Bills. Five, the Tennessee Titans. There you go. Four, the Green Bay Packers. Brace yourselves. Three, the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm out. Two, I mean, that's, that's I'm the out. Priors. Right? I'm out. That's Two, the, the Arizona Cardinals. And one, the Tampa Bay Bucks. No, I, 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 I understand that. And, I, and I'm... I get all that. However, this is our this is our big conversation. We were actually having this two weeks ago mm. because we were talking about Drew, who uh, you know again is a guy that does a ton of offseason work, and then you'll hear him talk, you know, through his bets and stuff, and he'll mention like my priors, this my priors, you know. And yeah. so the, our big question was, well, when do you start to say like, well, maybe my priors are a little off or whatever? Well, not only that, Thanksgiving's right like two weeks away. Right. So, that, so that we're we're, in, we're we're the halfway point yeah. of the season here. And this power ranking has the Chiefs at three. I mean, like, there's just no, there's just no, no, no. way, in, no way in the world. No, like, what could they pot? Like, even even if your priors were, your priors <sighs> should be, your priors should be minimal of anything at this point. Prior Schmeyers at this yeah, point. But, it but, is halfway I mean, through. It, I mean, at best, their priors where they had them number one, right? Okay. You, you haven't dropped if them. If you past don't want to totally abandon three. your priors, right? If you yeah. don't want to totally abandon them because you're like, oh, we put in all this work and we can't just be whatever, and there's still half the season to be played. You can't have more than 
20% priors playing in at this point. It has to be 80% what you've seen you know, and 20% what's, what what's Kelly, happening what, on the field. What Kelly said is the right way to say it, though, also, which is even if you had a, lot, a whole bunch of your priors in, to not drop them past three would seem odd, even if you had all your priors in. Yeah. Well, not all of them, but let's say 80%, right? Yeah. You, you'd have to, like, knock it down further. I, I, wow. So there's a couple. We'll have to get Mr. Doctor on next week. Yeah. yeah we'll need we, to ask yeah. because, I mean, we'll Saints ahead of the Rams – Actually, it's Saints ahead of the Rams, Saints ahead of the Ravens. And and it's a Trevor Simeon-led Saints team. Right, right, right. right. Which would appear to be relevant to me. Super Um, relevant. You know. Super relevant. So, yeah, that is surprising. Are you more surprised by the Chiefs at three or the Rams at eight? Ooh, that's a good good question. I'm, like, almost more okay with the Chiefs being three than I am the Rams at eight. Because, like, you're trying to tell me. I mean, the Saints think so, too. Ahead of the Rams. Like, there's seven teams that are better than the Rams. I can't get there on that. It's just that's real tough for me. That's real tough for me to get there. You know what? Every once in a while things work out for us, Matt, because uh, we couldn't find that Buddy Heald prop. Head Head to the locker room. Oh. So it might have saved me some money tonight. Heading to the locker room what? Uh, with some kind of calf, foot, elbow, oh, I thought finger. you, I, I thought you were like heading to the locker room at halftime. Oh, you mean heading to the locker room? Yeah, like heading I to see. the locker room. Locker oh, room, wow. tummy ache, <laughs> yeah, tummy ache. Something. Yeah, maybe, maybe just sometimes quick the potty break got like, a boo boo. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> the best bets are the bets not made. So I mean, it is just it is an interesting thing because, like you said, Gil. I mean, at the end of the day, we're we're doing this to to try and help us with with bets, right? I mean, like, right. and so that's why I'm wondering here. It just seems like a little misleading because I mean you're not, you're I mean you're not you're you're not taking the Chiefs over the Rams right now if they're playing. You're no. not taking the Chiefs over the, you know certainly not over. I don't think over the Ravens probably not over. You know the tie. I mean like we, the Packers. We, we quibble with each other's, but we generally have the same teams mm-hmm. just reshuffled. That has we we come from a betting yeah. lens, right? That has nothing to do with anything yeah. betting wise. And and they would and they would tell us if they were here. Well, yeah. that's not what it's about for us. But it still doesn't They're make only two-point favorites to the Raiders. It still doesn't make any sense, though. Yeah. Or to 14. Missed my opportunity! <laughs> Tank Williams. Tank Williams joins us to talk NFL next. We'll do that right here on v Primetime Action.